When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to the Everton Daily Live. It's Friday the 19th of January. And it's that it's that happy place of knowing Everton can't lose this weekend. That's 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 where we feel. It's a comfortable, relaxing. Not even losing, it's just a it's just a fear of the game. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, we we have got a free weekend, haven't we? It's a winter break. I know that Jared Brantwaite had posted like an Instagram picture yesterday morning of like sun and like sunbeds. I'm Good like, and now you've got there quick, haven't you? Oh god, that they were probably on the legging it up the pitch on Wednesday night. Devastated after the first game. Yeah, that, yeah. That they had yeah. to cancel their plans. Mm. But no, good luck to them. Go and get have a little bit of a break, get some warm weather on them, and be ready for mm. Luton next week. But it is nice, isn't it? It is nice the. Uh, to just have that weekend where you just go, it's a nice little break. Teams had it last week. Fans of you know, after the division had it last week, and we're we're on that watch this week. It's beautiful. You can just relax. Just and we need it as well as a squad, don't we? You know, no decor, eh? We know he's got an injury. Seamus has got an injury at the moment. Um Ashley Young will give him more time to be available again. And it's just in that that space where let them recover a little bit before Obviously, before the Luton game, and then we we got three games in a week, haven't we? Then we've got Fulham away yeah. and Spurs at home, haven't we? Yeah, and then it, and then it, it gets back to basically one game a yeah, week, doesn't yeah, it? So, yeah. um, yeah, it's good, good. Let mm. them have a break, having a break like Troy Deeney. That's what we like to see. Well, you know, he was full of it. The big balls the other week, I'm wasn't he? Made, big I'm bollocks, being the manager, I'm the man. I'm gonna do this. Absolutely made. And up. then two weeks later, he's gone. So. Absolutely made up. Some of the things he's come out with in the last year or so about other people and this and that and the other. Mm. How many games, mate? How many games did you last? Yeah. All all a bit all a bit Sridini esque, mm. really, mm. isn't it? Mm. Next he'll be on that podcast with Mikel Antonio and uh, Callum Wilson. Well that he was, well it's where he that's what he said, didn't he? He was on mm. it. That's loves it, yeah. taking the mickey out that's of the What he loves. Well yeah. one of them was defending us. Callum Wilson was defending us the other day, wasn't he? Which is maybe he's just thinking better tone this down slightly mm. um, the story today I mean we mentioned this the other day Lewis Enrique at Real Betis we were speaking about him the other day and that's out again today saying he is a viable option for Everton mm. it does look doesn't it like Anzuma's not going to stay that's how it's this might be a lot of noise but that's certainly how it looks like he's going to be moving on this window do, do you agree with that or do you just think there's a lot of it's it's a lot of much you know much ado about nothing 
far as Dan James is concerned. No, he wants to go, doesn't he? He's, you know, he wants to go. Which is fine. I understand why he wants to go. But it has to be right for Everton because he's Everton's player till the end of the season. So, has to be right for Everton. And if they can find a player who fits what they want, this lad is a left-footed right-winger because mm. uh, we haven't got enough left-footers. Um, we haven't got one that naturally plays. I know Jack Harrison's done it for us, though, but we haven't got one. But, but then... Dan James a right-footed left-winger mm. and it's like Sean Dyche. I'd like a right-footed right-winger, maybe. When you, when you, when your centre-forwards are two big lads who, you know, one who really likes it in the air, then I wouldn't mind that. But mm. that's what they're going for and if this fella fits the bill, um, let's be honest, it's not like, it's not like Dan Jume has had loads of game time, so it's, any, any step up is, yeah. is fine, so, no, that's what I was going to say. It's it's a case of um, thingy, isn't it? It's a case of just getting someone in who can who can potentially just come and get off, come off the bench, and, and be a, be an option for the manager. Whereas because that's all Dan Jumer is. He's not a real. It doesn't seem like he's a real. He is a real threat for Sean Dyche, as in, you know. He's going to replace Harrison or McNeil, and, and therefore Everton needs someone who almost like a backup, but they can have a look at him. This lad's six foot, plays for Real Betis, you know, he, he finished, he, he played for Fluminense in the Brazilian Serie A. He ended with, he's not prolific goal scorer, obviously, but he ended with 14 goals in 120 appearances. He's not a goal scorer. No. And for Betis, he's got three in 40 appearances altogether for them. Or just a bit more than that. So he's not gonna come in and be banging goals in everywhere. But if he comes in and he's an option for the manager and a decent size and can travel with the ball, whatever he and we have got to remember Everton haven't got a ton of money to splash about. Mm. And with all the will in the world saying, Oh yeah, you know, get players in and the manager knows the eleven he wants to play most mm. weeks. Mm. And therefore, you are just bringing players in who are essentially cover, yeah. aren't you? And who's going to leave the bench of somewhere else to come to the bench of Everton, who are probably a better level and scoring goals and doing well? Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, the manager wants numbers, um, needs players to come off the bench, you know, and Dan Juma doesn't fit with what he wants, let's yeah. be honest, he's just not he just doesn't fit that role on the left hand side. He doesn't fit into the team. He'd fit actually more as a as a striker than he would yeah. really than anything else. Because he is a wide striker. That's that's his position. Mm. That's his position. Um so yeah, if he can get one in and that allows him to go out, then I'm sure everyone will be happy then. But Everton can't be in a situation where they just let somebody go because he wants out. It's got to be it's got to be uh, it's got to be right for everyone. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see. But the, he's the name that is, like you said, he was linked with us the other day. We done yeah. that, and that, that's the name that's out there today because it it does look like, <coughs> like I said, Dan Juma will move on. That's how it appears, anyway. And and maybe, you know, maybe Dan Juma that the fee we paid and and the wage bit, maybe, mm. um, him going out might free up. 
like two players even yeah, yeah. on loan, you know, yeah, yeah. Or, or Everton put a bit to it, and that that enables them to get a midfield player as well because that that's something. Well, I know we we spoke yesterday about maybe Andre Gomez can play in that role or whatever, but the core, you know, Everton are. We we do use our players, don't we? We use our players to the maximum. Yeah. And the core at what thirty one now is he picking up the hamstring and yeah. out his other hamstring? Are we gonna are we gonna do that for the rest of the season? Are we mm. are we gonna start struggling? So we have got to have viable options and maybe they'd be able to get get that as you know someone else in as well. But well, that's the thing. So I've just seen the funniest story going around. Come on. I've just seen a few people in the comments talk about it. So apparently Newcastle won Onana, right? Oh yeah, but but uh, they feel fifty-five million is too high. Well, sure. Yeah, well, it would be too high if it was fifty-five million, but mm. it's not. Yeah, it's more um, like seventy-five. But and so. and this, but that's not even the funny part. The funny part is they want a. They're looking come to Everton to see if they would be uh, uh, willing to take a loan with mm. an obligation. Mm. Yeah, because that's just what we need. We'll take an obligation in the summer of eighty-five million, and you can pay a fifteen million pound fee now, and yeah. loan us Sean Longstaff as well. So we've got a midfielder who can play in midfield. Yeah, Newcastle but... haven't got any money <coughs> to play with. No, they haven't got any money because of PSR. So unless they sell Bruno Gomez, and unless or unless we are absolutely determined to destroy our football club from within, I. Don't see that one happening on the on those terms. Um, when if he if he as a person just waited till the summer, the world's his oyster. So I can't see Newcastle, is he? So. Yeah, crazy, crazy. But these stories. I mean, what would they say if uh, PSG? Coming for Bruno and said, yeah, we'll loan him. You know, we'll buy him in the summer, maybe, if we can. They'd just be like, no. So, yeah. It, it's because it's so quiet as well, isn't it, that any of these stories, um, people, you start going, oh, yeah. Maybe maybe they do want him, but a load of nothing. A load of nonsense at the moment. Um Sasha Tavalier, I said him before, he's he's messaged us so many times with stories, mm. put this out, put that out, that are just utter nonsense and we know they are. So it doesn't even make any sense though, no. that story. Like what what would Everton benefit from losing another centre midfielder? Mm. You know, what how would they benefit? And who would make that decision, by the way, at the football club? Mm. Who would make that decision? I'm not Newcastle might be very, very interested and they oh, might yeah. want to come to Everton with these terms. Hmm. But how would it benefit Everton? I mean, people I know people will go, but we've got this hanging over us and that hanging over us. Yeah, but if we wait till the summer, we could get more money for him hmm. after the Euros or around the Euros if he has a if he has a decent one. You know, it's hmm. <laughs> Royal Blue says if Gordon was forty million, Onana's four hundred million. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Stephen Frankie say five hundred and three watching, only sixty five likes. Cop hype behaviour. Mm -hmm. Not my words. Not my words. Um, P Macher says don't think we're in a position to sell anyone this month with this latest charge as well. 
yeah, we couldn't we couldn't uh, even entertain, you know, deals like that. They'd have to be eighty five, but even so, it wouldn't help. It it wouldn't help. We've got to, you know, you've got to be able to replace players with. You've got to actually have footballers to complete seasons. And if Everton had twenty eight, I mean, it's still you'd never sell this month anyway. To be honest, unless it's a crazy eye water and bid where you go. They're offering a hundred million pounds for him, and we ain't getting a hundred million for him. So we may we may as well take that. You, or just like Pez just said, that there's a European Championships which he's going to be playing at in the summer, yeah. which bounces his value up again if he does all right. So Everton, if Everton tried to do a deal like that, then that would just be proof that the hell bent on destroying the football club, which they're not already. So, um, yeah. They're just nonsense sucks. I want Everton to start putting stuff out that uh, Everton are interested in Bruno Gomez. Dice him as instrumental. Everton are going to try and loan him off Newcastle and just put it out there with, with things and just see the response you get because, you know, everybody else seems to do it. Um, well, yeah. Bainey, one of our Premier members, says uh, afternoon boyos and happy Friday. No football to worry about this weekend, at least. Uh, not caught too much live being on call this weekend, but is it true we did the stupid thing of checking the wrong box or putting the stadium accounts on the wrong side of PSR? So the story goes. <coughs> so the story goes, and that'll be... That will be... Um, there for Everton to argue, won't it, when the KC takes over? That it's up to it's up to him then to convince the new independent panel that some of these figures that are in the boxes or whatever were in the wrong one or or the 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 viable because of this or there's mitigation because of that. That's up to him to do that job, isn't it? Uh, I think when you just read the findings, I don't. I think you could have a look and say, did Everton do the very best they could do with their defence? Probably not in the first go. So hopefully this second one they've they've made a, a better fist of it certainly and, and calls into question everything the Premier League are doing and their rules. We'll see. Because that's his job, isn't it? His job is to go in and put Everton's case across better than last time. Yeah. And yeah. argue some of the stuff. And find the holes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what good lawyers do, don't they? Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily win cases because they are... Um, I don't know when you know you watch like courtroom dramas or yeah. you see you like make the person in the thing go admit that it was them all along. What they do is pull holes and things and go. Mm-hmm. No, this thing you're saying that doesn't really exist because when this happened versus this happened, um, they proved that this thing doesn't really. It's like how they used to get the fella used to get everyone off speed and say it's yeah, yeah, a big yeah. loophole. Mr. It's loophole, not about yeah. actually going. He wasn't going thirty. He wasn't mm-hmm. going thirty-five and a thirty. It's about saying. <laughs> no, that camera, it didn't have that sticker on the back <laughs> that says that, or, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, yeah. or there wasn't a sign. Technicality. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a sign 30 yards down the road mm-hmm. warning people, or or I've been out and I've measured the road, and the, reg- the road between the things isn't long. Or, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. You find holes in the law, in the rules, um, and that's how they win these cases. Mm-hmm. That's how they're brilliant. And then they go back and find, find out someone else got off one of these cases and all that kind of thing. So... These people know the law inside and out. Um, yeah, we did have the Simpsons lawyer for the first one. Um, but they've gone out. And this is what they should have done the first time. They should have gone out and got the best counsel they could have out there. P- 
paid the money for it for the best best person possible. Um, but they've done it this time because they've got another crack at the whip. But there you go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it's about, isn't it? We know. I don't think anyone's trying to say, no, there's no way the, uh, you know, there's no way on earth Everton have breached or whatever. They've breached for simple for simple reason that the Premier League have changed some of their stuff <coughs> of what they accept. We 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 know we we know the club wasn't run correctly. We know that why people have been going on about it. I think everybody could see that. Um, and I think this is the point. Maybe this is a, the point that Jamie Carragher missed. He, you know, a lot of what he said was correct in terms of the way the club's got to this point. He's mm. he's right on that yeah. respect, but he's also merging two things together. That's right in a way, but there's other stuff that's gone on here that you cannot ignore and just go, well, that's just because the club has run badly. It was, and no, none of us are saying any difference, but there's this whole other thing of... Yeah. No rules, no clear cut rules, so therefore them just implementing them. It's narratives that Mm -hmm. are created. And it's funny because Carragher put that article out and then there was a clip of him on the overlap. Um what's the overlap show called? Um No talking stairs, yeah. Stick to football. football Where he basically gets it spot on and says, Everton who who do Everton have defending them? Mm. Right. But the funny thing was, if Everton did have anyone defending them, they would have got onto him from that story and picked them up on that. And that and that's where he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. Because all these things can exist at the same time. You can have a terrible a terribly run football club who have put us in this situation. But, but mm. and at the same time have a system that doesn't work for PSR and have a commission, independent commission that gives you a ten point uh, deduction without showing it's working out you can have all that the problem with a story like that is with Carragher is and he knows this is that he's put that story out and it makes headlines and it doesn't actually address what's going on now mm. that's that's a story from 12 months ago that's that's saying you know to, to say to ever to say to Evertonians why are you blaming the Premier League? That's tone deaf. And I actually expect better from him, whether yeah, other people yeah, expect yeah. better from him. I actually expect better mm-hmm. from Jamie Carragher on that. I expect mm-hmm. them to go, your owners have done this, but there is, we've said it all week, the narrative has changed. The narrative has changed from this is harsh on Everton to you broke the rules, now you're going to have to pay for it. Everyone else stuck to them. Wolves sold 17 players. Yeah, oh, so do so me a favour. We, we're, we're selling kids. Mm. We're selling kids to teams that are going to come back to the Premier League with mm. those kids. We we you know we sold, we we give, we couldn't give contacts to players. One of them was in here today, funny mm. enough. We couldn't give contacts to, to mm. players. You know, we might have wanted to give contacts to some of our players that we let go in the summer. You know, so that narrative is bollocks because it clouds and it gives weight. It give and that's what disappoints me more about that is that it gives weight to what that what the Premier League doing uh, is correct and mm. just and it isn't. And Evertonians do have a right. They do have a right because they have the same right to go out and complain in March and started with people leaving the seats against Arsenal and you know and 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 then moved on to to what happened just this just this year ago wasn't it when we were all in my eyes victimized by 
with the phantom headlocker. Mm-hmm. We all Evertonians start marching. We obviously, you know, people signed letters. We people got it out there. He's, he's to me, he's, he's 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 allowed the Premier League to to get to get um to get one up on us there. And I think there's a there's a lot of that in the journalists. A lot of journalists are doing that. What what why have Everton got? Why have why are Everton doing this? They did something wrong. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's like do you know what? You can do something wrong. You can break the law. You can go through a go through a you know whether it's whether it's a speeding charge to whatever else. It doesn't mean that what you are punished is right. Mm-hmm. You can do something wrong and still get a bad punishment. The punishment has to fit the crime, and I we don't agree that it does on this. But the idea of saying to Ever- Evertonians, "Oh, you all should just you have broke the," it's like what you see in the comments every day. You broke the law. We didn't as Leicester fans, or we didn't as Leeds fans. It's like mm-hmm. behave yourselves. You you all you all have been you know everyone's done something to a point. You push it as far as you can go, um, and it, it it can catch up with you in the end. And it did catch up with us because mm-hmm. we're such a poorly run football club. But that doesn't excuse what the punishment is. No, no. I mean Leeds Leeds have paid off in the last ten years. Have been done for FFP stuff and it's Leicester Championships and stuff. So. Yeah, all a bit mad. It is all. You all had a chance to have a go at us, but you didn't, did you? They're all the <laughs> holier than thou. Yeah. doesn't really fit, you know. <laughs> but you'll always get fans who are fans of tribal have said this Oops. before till it affects them, and it will affect everybody. So, or it won't affect them because the rules because they seen. can't pay because they can't go because they can't go out and buy any plays anymore, mm. and then it affects them because they they can't push the envelope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, James says, can't wait till they come crying out for City because they're getting chucked out the league. Well, that was the story mm-hmm. yesterday, wasn't it? That if they do get punished, they will be relegated. Mm-hmm. To what league, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what league are they going to go? Northwest Counties? It depends what they, how they're going to do it, doesn't it? Yeah. How do they do it? And also that fella who um, Jamie Carragher mentioned yesterday who's on a certain talking radio station mm-hmm. um, is a very, very bitter City fan also. And it's and clearly I don't I've not liked them and and people who are in WhatsApp group will know I've not liked that certain person for a while, um, but he is a very bitter City fan, and actually he should actually be better with City. He was working for City, or he was working for them for whatever reason. Make your own, make your own thing up uh, for that. But uh, he's a very bitter yeah. City fan, and he's every time I've seen him talk about our case. It is with, there's absolutely, um, it's all just black and white, isn't it? Everything's black and white. But he's stupid though, because he should be, like saying Everton haven't done anything to, to take the heat off City as well by going. Also, he writes for a certain newspaper, so shame mm. on you, um, Jamie, for publicising someone who works for that mm. certain newspaper as well. So, uh, Steve P says, Baz, why do you think it is when you see Dom in training and in the warm-up he can curl balls into the top corner like it's nothing? But in a game, it's like you can't strike a ball. I know it's obviously different in a game, but shouldn't change the way you actually strike a ball. That's my one issue with him. There was a moment in the game and he was through on goal and all he had to do was you know, take another touch and smash it in the corner, but he just swung his foot at it and scuffed it wide. That's the thing that puts him below the likes of Watkins and Tony for me. If he could somehow fix that, he'd score more goals. Um, I don't know whether... He's not cold, it, is he? It is weird. He's not. He's not calm in front of goal. Like 
that doesn't, you know, there'll be a lot. Some strikers are just calm when they, they slow everything down and, and pass the ball in. Doesn't really do that. It is weird that his shooting does change from what he's like before to in-game. And again, that's that might just be him trying to make sure rather than being free to just get it out of his feet and have a go. You'd never really see Dom, like, Bent, trying to bend one in or anything, do you? From the, the, but that one the other night, I said at the time, there was a lot of space in front of him. He should have got it out of his feet. He took a touch and just hit it. If he'd have took another one, naturally would have been in the penalty area and the angle, the angle tightens, which means you're gonna hit the you're gonna hit the target. Then where he took it from, you only have to get it slightly wrong, and the ball's dragged ten foot wide. And it's those moments. He's not. He's just not. He's not. He's just not cold. He's not a natural born striker. He's had to work mm. on everything that he's ever ever had to you know ever got to. Mm. Whereas some strikers are just, co- I mean, you think of like natural strikers like like Ian Wright, mm. like Ian Wright. Just it's just was just cold. You could put him in any situation, and he mm. just he'd find the back of the net. Play Don's just not like that, and that's what true true strikers can do. That's what they do, and they you're right. They slow everything down. You watch like. You watch someone like Mo Salah, the way mm. who is like one of the very, very best is at the moment. Is like it, it, it's just effortless. But watch out! Watch when he gets in front of the goal. Everything just you can tell everything just slows down mm. for him. And it's funny because you watch Haaland the time, and mm. you feel like Haaland. I feel like Haaland doesn't have that calmness a lot of the time, but he just has with something. Something a little bit more about Haaland, which I can't, you know, you know, do you know what I mean? I don't think mm. he's got that sort of. He's not like a. He's not that like true killer because some of the things he does like just end up being scuffed and stuff, and still end up on the back yeah, of the he's net. Just in the saga, no, I know, but that's what I'm saying. That he, he he's not one of those people that I don't look at Haaland. Go, he's like a, he's like got that coldness. He's just got something else about him, which mm. I, you know, it's it's just a tremendous player. I'm not mm. taking anything away from him, but there are certain players who it just. Is so natural. Like mm. it's like the Robbie Fowler Michael Owen arguments, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know that that Owen was like almost fashioned where mm. Fowler just was just, he was just natural, unbelievable yeah. finisher. You know everything mm. he hit. Rom, you felt like there was a period where it was he was so cold. Mm. Everything just it didn't matter. The Yak was the coldest I yeah. think I've seen for yeah. a long, long the time. Yak was unbelievable. Like for finishing, he was the coldest. Unbelievable. Um he got in front of the goal and all there was. He probably just saw an empty net. Mm. Mm. Whereas I think like the Dominic Carvin Ruman from Villa is the epitome of like Dom is like he all he could probably see was the goalie. Mm. Whereas I think like when 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 you're either in form or it's just natural see so all you see is the, the spaces. Yeah, you just see the gaps. You, know. you see the gaps, and, and anyone who who score goals at mm. any level, whatever you're at, you just see the gaps. We trained, you, we, you know, we trained before Christmas with someone who'd been mm. a professional striker, and this mm. is you know smashing the ball with as hard as he can mm. into top corners mm. without any issue whatsoever, and yet you replicate that on a football pitch, mm. it's it becomes completely different, doesn't it? So he uh, does the thing with Dom is he doesn't shoot. He's not a. If you look at him, he's not a striker. Yeah, he will pick the ball up and run up people but, and drive shots, and he he just doesn't. He's, he's in the penalty. I area. think, um, funny enough, and this this is because there was a thing going for a bit where it was like Dom and Dominic Solanke, wasn't it? Because mm. it was like when Dominic Solanke played for Liverpool, and um, when they got to the World Club Finals, people wanted Solanke, but it was Dom, and obviously Dom mm. got the winner. 
I think Solanke's got the most shots in the Premier League. If mm. not the most, the second most. It's either him or Salah. Oh, he's come up. He's, he's no, but that tells ball, me but... that he just doesn't... He get, number one, he gets into areas. Number two, mm. they use him properly. But he gets into areas where he's prepared to mm. take shots. And I just don't think Dom... I don't think Dom gets the opportunity because he's so isolated. Mm. Um, but it'd be interesting if there was like a model of how many shots he could get off a, ge- mm. a game. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Andy, come on, mate. Work it out for But it. even it's things like if you watch like a lot of strikers, they will, they will be taking shots from outside the box and everything with mm. Dom. Very rarely does Dom have a shot from outside the box, mm. even when he's got the chance to. Mm. Because he's, oh, after time... He's trying to get it comfortably under his feet so he can get it out of his feet. He's not someone who wants to create half a yard and shoot. He's, he's more of a between the posts right? yeah. and in the air, isn't he? Where, and what oh, we... what We we shouldn't need that because you should have enough players around that. That is not what you need. Mm. But we do need a striker who is able to just do a bit on his own. And it's like if you watch Ollie Watkins for Villa... Mm. He does kind of do that. Well, that he he will get shots away and scores goals because it deflects and stuff. Dom doesn't have that luxury. Mm. A big part of that, though, is um, growth, though, isn't it? That's growth. Mm. Like, that's development. And I think those two years, those two years, I think people under, underestimate mm. those how big those two years were. Um, because he started that season, got three, three and three, and then got the injury. And I just think that, um, that that year was huge for him to kick on to that next level. Just mm. you know, he went the Euros and 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 he, and he needed that year to be the next one. And because he missed it and then missed the next one, and obviously just didn't get a run, mm. and has probably doubts about his own body and stuff, and has to get that confidence back. That those two years of development, I think, have have cost him massively in terms of his all round game. Like you're absolutely right. It's like. At that time, he would take anything on. He was prepared to miss chances. Mm. Whereas now, I, I feel like he's not even prepared to miss chances. He doesn't take the chances as such. He doesn't take the shots. And obviously, you know, if you're not taking the shots, you're never scoring the goals. So I do think that was a big period. And, it, you know, whether he ever gets back to that level, I mean, the jury's out, obviously, aren't he? But beggars can't be choosers at this moment. That's that's that, that's another problem, isn't it? He will play games and he will be allowed to... To at least try and get back to that stage because he isn't going to be sitting on the bench. He is going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Corin uh, says hello, Baz. I know this wouldn't happen, but what if the other clubs went on strike because of what's happened to Everton with FFP, PSR? So no football, what would Masters do? Well, he'd have to resign, wouldn't he? Because he's caused it. Um, I mean, there is the, the board. It's not just him on his own. We have to remember that. But he's certainly been a... Uh, a huge issue. P. Macher says Leicester have been in administration more than any other club. Um, I don't know if that's correct, but you've said it. Fair play. Um, I'm just looking at it. The Blues says the difference is players are trying to tackle them. Nobody tries to tackle them in finishing drills. I know, but it's hitting through the ball. I've always said about Dom, and he is, he is a good player. He doesn't strike the ball like a lot of strikers hit through the ball. Mm. He sort of he, he sort of like whips the ball, if you know what I mean. If you watch like strikers will hit across a ball, so you hit through the people will say with hit through it with your laces. Mm. You hit through if you watch like Harry Kane strike a ball, he'll hit through it with his laces and the ball will move. Dom 
if you watch the way he shoots, it's always his foot comes. It's like a weird shooting action. Doesn't mean he's not a good striker because he is. He's just not. He's just you're not massively confident when he's through with the goalkeeper that he's just going to knock it past him. And he will score sometimes and all that, but those moments like Villa where he's through and he's just got to dink that over Martinez or, or at least lift it. If he lifts it and Martinez puts his foot up, you go, what a save that is. Yeah. The, have you watched the... Have you seen the <coughs> the, the, the behind the Gladys? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he, watched it. he is really unlucky. He's close, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. If he just lifts it, he scored. Yeah, he's really unlucky. Gives the goalie the eyes. Yeah. But he's hit the foot. The core did the same on day one against mm. Fulham. If you lift it, if you're going to send him the wrong way and you're hitting across the goalkeeper, you, you don't roll it. No. You've got to get a little bit on it so that it lifts off the foot. It's what I say to Zach all the time. You position yourself middle of the goal and you want to go round the keeper to his, where he's diving, then you can't mm. roll it because he's going to save it. You've got to make sure you lift it. If you're yeah. going across the keeper to the other corner, you've got to get it about this eye off the pitch. Foot, two foot. Yeah. So you just go under it. And that's you'll see a lot of strikers. He just whip I know it that, back. It's funny. I know the keeper. He, another <laughs> keeper that goes in, doesn't it? It, 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 it is um, from that angle. It does give you. Um, mm-hmm. Does give you. The just, you're talking yeah. this much higher. Yeah. This much higher. It's in. It's over Martinez's foot, and we're all going great. Finished up. Ran through from the halfway line again. But it is that thing you've got when you get in them positions. Seen him do it at Leeds a couple of times. Both years when we drew, we couldn't beat them, and he's had the same chance twice. And the keeper saved it twice. Melier saved it twice, and it's like if he'd have just lifted it, we'd have we'd have scored. It's just those moments, and he's he's got to be better at that. Um, and and you you mix that together with the fact that he isn't scoring goals at the moment as well. So therefore, your confidence does come into it. Of course, it comes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin says, "Sick of hearing you agree to these rules." Hang on, that was over 10 years ago and nobody agreed to a points deduction also, as a sanction. Also, you don't all agree to the rules. Um, it could be, it could be, you could be one of the teams who doesn't agree to the to the rules. Mm. The, you, you, you vote as a, you vote and you could be outvoted. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, mm. it, so this thing of you agree to the rules, who said we agreed to the rules? I'm not saying we didn't agree to mm. the rules. But it was 10 years ago. Yeah. The rules. And there was no mention of a points deduction. It wasn't like if you... Because that would have made everything very clear, wouldn't it? Yeah. If someone said, Ped, if you overspend by £10, you're getting a three points deduction, then you would know if you overspend by £10, you're getting three points mm. deducted. That's just the way it is. But those rules weren't there. Because they never thought they'd have to use those rules. And they've never shown any interest in using those rules, no. really. Because they've worked with clubs and gone, oh, yeah, and they'll do this and do that. Which I, I don't actually believe you should do either, by the way. And I'm talking about that with Everton as well. I don't think Premier League as an entity should go, because they've just helped Wolves, but they tried to help Everton. Mm. Didn't do a very good job. I don't think they should be trying to help anyone. They should just say, our rules are quite clear. If you go over this amount of money, this is what you get. I think our problem is, like if they'd have said, <coughs> if you overspend, if you go over that 105 million, you automatically get a six points deduction, automatically, or you automatically get a three points deduction. We just have to take that on the chin and go, well, the rules were there. We knew. So that then comes back onto to, uh, the accountants and stuff. 
you know, you've got all our, our money. Like, you know what's coming in, what's coming out. And there's the punishment. If I drive 40 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour zone and I had to get done by a speed camera or a police officer does me, I know I'm getting points on my license more than more likely than not because I'm 10 miles over the speed limit. If I do like 34, 35, yeah. I might get one of those speed awareness yeah. courses, but I know if I'm doing Ned's 40. Been on about seven of them, hasn't he? Yeah, Ned just, Ned just goes through and then he. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that why you, you're not driving? That's why he doesn't drive anymore. That's why he gets dropped off. No. Um, we are joking. You know, though, you know what the clear rule is, mm-hmm. but with this, yeah. there's no clear no, rule. I, I, I can. I, I just can't accept. I can't accept. Can't accept that at all. And points deductions. I keep saying it. Yeah. It's nonsense. You are you're playing with the actual product. You're saying if they'd have gone, and and people mightn't like this and all that, but it's it might I in my head this is better than what we've got. But if they said, if you break those rules, then you start the next season minus six. Right? Now, people might like that, they might not like that, whatever, right? But that is not affecting any result that's happened. I still don't believe there should be any points deductions, personally, because I think it should be squad reduction or I think it should be transfer bans, something like that. But <coughs> I don't believe when you are up and running with games, you should be taking points off teams. Any points deduction should come into play before the season kicks off. In my opinion, you know exactly what you've got to do. Everything's equal. You knew you were starting minus six because of this in this discrepancy that you've got there. Get on with it. Same as I've said with Forrest. Forrest shouldn't be facing a points deduction. They've all right. They've they've done it slightly different to Everton. They've tried. They've bought players, and it shows up there. And they, sh- they probably shouldn't have done last summer. He's gone over it, but that's the way it is. They, they've broke it. They shouldn't be getting points deducted. Because you're affecting the actual product on the pitch. Mm. I just don't agree with it. You're messing with the competition. I just do not agree with it in the slightest. Mm. No matter what club it is, I don't. I wouldn't agree with City getting a points deduction. I wouldn't agree with Liverpool if they got it. Do, getting. I, a, I, I tell you I what, think, I find very interesting. I mean, the Premier League are getting very touchy as well, aren't they? Mm? They're getting very touchy on this. Um, obviously. They've put people out there to spread the message for them. They've briefed people, mm-hmm. people like David Ornstein and Martin Ziegler uh, were were well aware of what was coming down for Everton. We were aware the first time the twelve points got uh, twelve points deduction got leaked, and then it became ten. They are getting very very touchy about this. They don't like what certain people are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're making sure people are sticking to you know exact things so uh, uh, you know things like making making sure people are referencing independent commission and all these things they're getting very very touchy they don't like the spotlight on them they don't like people continuing to talk about it they don't they want this to go away they don't tweet about it they Mm -hmm. don't they put it they hide it on the website they don't want this kind of spotlight what they want is Fantasy football and all these things and all that, um, you know, Build you want the all nice you want keep the hype things. going. Yeah. You want, you know, nice things for the you're making sure it's all fluffy, nice bright colours, and the kids are on it. And you're all playing EA twenty four mm-hmm. and all this kind of thing. 
It's it's they don't like the the spotlight. They don't want people looking at what's going on because it reflects really bad and it reflects really bad on um, little Dicky Masters. Mm. So I think the only thing to do is just keep on keep on putting the, the spotlight on, on them. Yeah, keep yeah. on putting the spotlight on and and again. You know, people keep talking about it, keep putting the pressure on. People might say, I've seen that Everton are doing a 38,000 banners or whatever it is, or cards, sorry, for the Spurs game. Good. Keep. Keep them going. And, and you know what? <laughs> if you're a fan and you don't necessarily, or you might have a different opinion on this, it doesn't matter. Like, keep trying to hammer them. Mm. Because that's the only way we're going to get anywhere as a football club is we keep that pressure on. Um if we keep because who else is fighting for us do you know what I mean Carragher was absolutely right there's no one out there fighting for us you know Sky Sky haven't been on the phone to us you know we've got no issue saying we did a we did an half an hour interview when we got the 10 points deduction the cameraman come from Sheffield mm. the other guy was the guy who who had his tin hat on on the whittle mm. they came here we did a 30 minute interview did you ever see it no, you didn't. When Sky come here, they normally put it on live and they normally just let us speak because they love it. They love it. They love a little bit of drama in the afternoon at Toffee TV. But they never put this one out because they knew we'd say things. And and what's mad is we didn't, didn't even say anything mad, but they buried the interview. He's on Andy Burnham said they'd done the same through. Burnham 25 minutes. Saying to, to them, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, they haven't been in here since. And they used, to, they used to always come in here. They loved a bit of controversy. They haven't... And, and you know what? Not even asked if it's not us, by the way. It could be anyone. Oh, anyone. anyone. <laughs> Any other song. Yeah, it doesn't look like they've been on the phone to anyone trying to get reaction or find out or, you know, get a little get a little chat with anybody recorded live, no matter what. They've, they've, they've gone away. Hmm. And that's absolutely right. Who's fighting our corner? Who do we have in the media who can keep this story going? Well, unfortunately... Everyone's a bit like, oh well, you know, they've done it to themselves, sort of thing. And the Everton pundits, really, who we got? Leon Osman, Kevin Campbell, Jags are starting to do stuff. They they talk about these things, and obviously I listened to Ozzy when they first dropped because he was doing the England game, and I remember listening. And Julie was on as well, Julia Bald, and he was trying to get across what had happened. But if they, you know. These people aren't on podcasts and stuff like that, are they? They're not out there with doing the Gary Neville podcast or the Gary Lineker podcast or, or they're not on any of the big podcasts getting it. It's all Janos or, or ex-players who've got nothing to do with us. Um, so we haven't got anyone out there. And so if we don't, as a fan base, keep it up ourselves and keep talking about it and keep putting the pressure on, it'll go away. And that's exactly what the Premier League want. They want this buried... They made up Forrest. They made up with Forrest. Forrest have just gone, sorry, Gov. Mm. You know, I've already had Forrest fans on to me saying, can we do, like, I don't know, joint TIFOs with small club on or something? And I've put them touch, said to them, go and speak to the 1878 and maybe do something where if Everton and Forrest are playing, I don't know, be, I mean, if they were playing live on the same weekend or something and had orchestrated t- like banners or TIFOs and all that the same thing. So, so... Mm-hmm. It, so fans, so people can go, oh, the Everton fans and the Forest fans must have worked on this together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important thing that multiple clubs are seeing. That's why it's important that uh, it'd be great to see fans of other clubs, you know, 
getting it out there. You know, Brentford this weekend and, you know, Ivan Tony's returned. Imagine they all had cards saying mm. Premier League corrupt on, you know, or whatever because yeah. of what they feel. Now, when you mightn't agree with what's mm. Tony, you mightn't agree with what's, but they feel hard done by. Mm. Um, they feel, they certainly feel hard because he's starting and he's going to be the captain, which is a, is a bold, is a bold. Mm. I mean, we can't really say, you know, and we give Duncan Ferguson a, a a big bagpipers mm. and all kinds when yeah, he come out of prison, yeah. um, but everyone just has to keep putting that pressure on because if we don't, and the local local media will of course, but if we don't, nobody else will. Nobody, no, no else one cares. Will. Yeah, no one cares until it's them. That's what you've got to remember. Um, just a few things on Don. The blue says love Don, but he's statistically the worst finishing striker in Europe's top five leagues this season. Um, do you think Dom had benefit with uh, Beto. I think he'd take the pressure off him. It'd help him, but the manager doesn't seem to want to do that, does he, at the moment? Uh, G-Max, I totally agree, Pet. I've never thought of Dom as a natural goal scorer. Well, Dom was actually a midfield player when he got converted to being a striker. That's that's the thing. Uh, Stephen Lee on the Super Chat says, do you think City and Chelsea will get away with it? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I don't think it'll... You see, the problem you've got is, right, is that these rules are going to change. Mm. They're never going to strip... I don't believe they're going to strip Man City of any kind of title. I just don't see it. I don't see them stripping no, them. No, they'll, they'll relegate them before they strip them. Yeah, right. But I don't even know if that'll happen, because if you've got good enough lawyers who, who come to the conclusion that these rules are not fit for purpose and that no one really agreed or the rules are outdated or whatever they come up with. Mm-hmm. The, their top lawyers have gone, don't forget they've got still like 18 months because isn't it October 25? Nobody then? knows because he won't tell us. Yeah, so that's been around that people seem to be suggesting it's October 2025 mm-hmm. before they'll sit down with the Premier League. Well, we know the rules will have changed again by then. So then you'll argue, well, what are you going to do then? Because these rules have... So I, I honestly don't know. Chelsea's the biggest one for me in the fact that if Chelsea were kind of just like, this is new news and they hadn't owned up to anything sort of thing, um, then I'd think, oh, well, it's, in, it's a difficult one because they've got to investigate everything. But Chelsea have literally self-reported what went on. So... By that, they're admitting guilt. And the Premier League wouldn't deal with it straight away because the ownership was changing hands. But isn't their ownership trying to change hands with Everton? But they've quickly dealt with Everton. So it's all a little bit I'm, mad, um, I think, with the rules. So, can I... Because I, I'm, I'm mm. obviously, honestly, I haven't got a clue on this. A City still being... Uh, sorry. Are Chelsea still being investigated? Apparently yeah. so. By the Premier Apparently yeah. by the Premier League. Even though they've reported it all and paid a fine also, to UEFA. Can I also, this is another one which has to be highlighted and I think this one has to be brought to attention because this has been twisted again, right? And I think everyone keeps needs to be hammering this and local media need to push this and I think the club need, this line of what Everton did and what and what Forest did are different from what C- City did. Bollocks, bollocks. You mm. broke the rules. Right? Mm. It doesn't give you a right to be investigated at some other point. It's bollocks. It's it's a twisted narrative. Mm. There are charges in there that are the same as Everton's. It's just that they've got shitload of charges, but there are charges in there. There are PSR charges within 
that those 115 charges it's bollocks it's a narrative that is it's been started and now it's running away from itself and every time you hear a journalist they go man city's a different like that means that they shouldn't be like like oh no they, they, what everton did was just a box filling exercise and they got it wrong that's why mm. bollocks do not let them get away with that do not let them get away with that narrative if you hear that narrative challenge it you know mm. if there's a phone in or or someone's saying it or someone's saying it on twitter it's from journalist bollocks challenge that narrative because it's nonsense that is the narrative manchester city have put out there with their clever social media pr lawyer people out there that they spend a fortune on change then they have changed the narrative too because everyone was asking the question why have man city not been dealt with that's exactly what everyone was saying when Everton got done the first time. Mm. Why haven't City got done? Why haven't Chelsea got done? That that narrative has quietly disappeared. Oh, it's gone, Because yeah. they've made it disappear. So we've been charged twice and we'll be done twice before Man City ever get done. And you don't hear anyone piping up about it now because, they, they, oh, it's a, diff, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Oh, it takes time. They've mm. had ages. They've had ages. And this prick, Dickie Masters, won't even tell us when the date is. Hmm. And that tells you that the narrative has been changed. You know what not only at City, hmm. but at the Premier League. Yeah, the yeah. Premier League do not... They're their poster boys. No one is ever going to take the Aguero moments away from the no. Premier League. Nobody. That's why you know that they'll never be done. They'll never be done retrospectively. No one will ever knock on the door and say, hmm. we want those Premier Leagues back like they do in Italy or whatever. They will be relegated if they get done. If they get done. Hmm. But that's the narrative. Do not let them get away with that narrative because as Evertonians, if you see anybody, journalists spinning that line, put them right straight away because it's bollocks. It is absolute bollocks. Laddie. Okay, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. I just want to take it up on this one. Like you guys, but Jesus Christ, you need to take your blue-tinted glasses off occasionally. What has Onana done, seriously, to make you think anyone will pay what you're suggesting? Heads need a wobble. First of all, who do you support? Let me know. Secondly, Moises Casido went for £115 million. Like, take, take the hype away from that. What has he ever what done? He ever do? he's, he's a decent midfielder for Brighton. Basuma was better. Look, Romeo Lavia has gone for £62 million. Yeah. Was in what midfield for a team that got relegated. Was, was Is okay. Onana is the starting number six for Belgium, mm. who are ranked in the top five in the mm. world, am I right? Mm. And have an absolutely 22 turn away kit yeah. for the Euros. Do, yeah, to Beautiful be last 22, now, won't you? 22 years of age, six foot five, big ceiling, plays in the Premier League. If he was at Villa or someone like that and people were going 80 million, you wouldn't even blink. You'd just go, yeah, yeah, probably. So I think you have to take off whatever glasses you're looking at. What we're saying is Everton don't want to... Maybe put glasses on. Maybe. Everton don't want to sell him. The fans don't want him to go because we're in the middle of the season. If he goes got in the summer, contract. Yeah, we think at the end of the day, we got. If he goes in the summer, we go. Yeah, yeah, sad. He signed a five-year deal, and he's in this. He's eighteen months into that five-year yeah. deal, so of course there's value there. So twenty-one is he? Twenty-two. I just don't understand what when people say this. It's like you people want to buy players, and then it's like, why are you asking that much yeah. for them? So yeah. it's the market. If the market was 25, 30 million, then yeah, we'd be going, yeah, 25, 30, of course, because that's the market. But that ain't the market. Yeah, and but... plus Everton bought them for 30 million. So why would they sell them for 25 million more? 
when the market yeah. is clearly 80, 90 million. So Belgium are the fourth mm. ranked national team in the world. Yeah. Only Argent, only England, France, and Argentina are above them. Mm. And he's their starting midfielder. He's That's all we're saying. He's a kid. Mm. He's got a huge ceiling. And like anybody else, you 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 bring people in, you take a chance on them, you pay money, you give them games, and then you sell sell them on. Mm. That's all we're saying. We're not like when people said John Stones was too expensive for fifty million, yeah. and we were all sitting there going, "No, nah, he's not me." And he's proved he's yeah. like one of the best, you know, around. That's all we're saying. We're not making these figures up when everyone else is going £40 million lower, are we? Romeo Lavia and Moises Casado have set the bar for centre midfield players. Mm. Declan Rice, Declan Rice is better than Onana, don't get me wrong. Mm. But they've set the bar. And you can go, well, that's just Chelsea. No, well, that's just the bar. If you look at how much footballers go for now, average footballers, championship players go for £15 million. So... <laughs> That's what it is. If we're looking to sell them, of course, it goes down a little bit. Um, where are we? City have seven charts for PSR and one chart. But where's the... the hundred? I know there's 115 and some of them... Some of them are like email stuff. I get I get all that. I get all that. It really matter. There's seven charges yeah. in there. Doesn't it? Not a mm. lot of them are. But yeah. Um... That's what we're saying. I'm just saying if the, the other one's there. No, I don't know what that means. Um, Bainey says on the Onana stuff, come on, there's nothing happening in the transfer market. It's clickbait. They're struggling for content. So it's inevitable. Pick on the FFP club. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Samarson says, uh, surely two years of being watched by the Premier League and being forced to sell players and not strengthen the squad was punishment enough. It's effectively squad-limiting punishment and transfer embargo in one. And also says on Onana, Moises Casado, oh no, just says anyway, yeah. Uh, Moises Casado went for 115 million while we were forced to sell our star striker in Brazil's number nine for 60. We should have got at least 85 million, which I imagine would have kept us in the green. Yeah, they would have. Even if they'd have got, even if people say eighty-five is too much, we should have got seventy-five for the Charleston. Mm. We should have at least got, or at least another ten million pounds. He's Brazil's number nine. He still is. He's doing well for Spurs. Oh, do you know what? Watching that World Cup documentary on Netflix, which <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't believe you haven't watched. No, no. Like, I literally seem to be the only person who's watched it. Oh, what? When they showed that Richarlison, I totally forgot about the Richarlison. The goal. Scissor volley. You oh, know. it's amazing. I totally forgot Flicked about it. it and then they're showing it, mm. all these clips of kids all over the world reenacting it. Yeah, it was unbelievable, Cole. Like, it was an unbelievable, Cole. Bainey says, if, and this is a very big if, the appeal is successful, we, would we have the legs to hold the Premier League to account with what they've done to us in this situation? Selling the Charleston, Gordon, happy with that one, by the way. Youngsters were trying to develop, plus not being able to bring anyone in. Well, they're all real things that have happened, so I don't know. I mean, possibly, but would the club do it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if they went, yeah, that was totally wrong, what they've done. They're not going to, because Everton have... Let's, I think, though, again, We have gone over. Again, it comes down to the rules, doesn't it? The pre- what the Premier League are saying is, you hand something in where it's over what we say you can have, and we don't make a judgment. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just say you go straight... 
to... If you go over it, you go to the... You go straight to the yeah, Independent yeah, Commission. Yeah. That's it. If the numbers come out, and this is where he says about you admit to the charge, you admit a charge if you hand a piece of paper in mm. that has got a number higher than the number they want, which is 105, isn't it? Mm. So the minute you do that, that triggers... Now it seems like that just triggers the commission, and then it's left to the Independent Commission. And that's it. There's no there's no other area, and that's there's no grey area, there's no anything. It's it's black and white now. Mm. Um and that and that's that's the bot that's that's it. So I don't think we can I don't think we can do anything. Mm. I think we just have to we fans do- could. I mean it's already again, there's that class action, isn't it? And the two hundred and six people have put the thing forward. So if, if Everton come back with that and it didn't happen, then who knows? The fans could go after Masters, I suppose, for the the stress that he's caused. But you'd have to be proven right first, wouldn't you? And, I don't know. Bainey says maybe Dom should take the Decore role and put better up front or vice versa. We have to try something new. The stats without Decore is scary. Mike Barrett says the Premier League rules are like a Ned round the tower question. They start as one thing, then morph into something very much, else. They very much did yesterday, yeah. Uh, Ian says, I wonder if our new silk looks back at historical numbers from all the Premier League clubs over the last 10 years to see if they've breached the PSR, but no action was taken. The data should be there. Yeah. Uh, Steve Kelly says, all right, lads, hope you're both well. I asked you lads a few weeks ago, would you be giving Dom a new contract on the same deal or would he have to reduce his terms? How do you answer that? Oh, thanks. I don't think you could go... I don't think you'd reduce it, Steve. I don't think you could go above it either, though. No? I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting one, that, because there are a lot of factors to that. Mm -hmm. He could ever buy a better striker. No. So retaining them... Money, is, yeah. We haven't got the money, have we? Uh, it's hugely, retaining them is hugely important. It's going to be his last big contract, isn't it? 27. Does he feel ready for another challenge or or will he stick with Everton? He's still obviously a mass. I think he's... Stupid little things like his shirt is the highest selling shirt and stuff like that. You know, so he's still a hugely popular person. Mm. Um, Everton have to get it... No matter what happens, Everton have to get it done. Um, because you'd have to sell him in the summer. Can you replace him? That's the question. A lot yeah. of people out there would tell me, yes, they probably could replace him. But it takes money. And it takes money that you can give up front. That's the other side of things. It's all right saying, got this striker. It's mm. money up front. Why better was such was the deal it was. Everton didn't have to pay anything up front. Mm. Uh, Smedley Butler, what a name, says his supply is also low at the moment. And that's why the price is even higher. There isn't yeah. great. Their defensive midfield players around as well, so you're absolutely right. I am confident that Onana playing for a team like a Champions League team will be will go up a couple of games. Of course he will. Of course he will. Right, last couple. The Blues says three five two without the core, please. It also says neither striker is setting the world alight, so you may as well play both of them to half the load. Yeah. Uh, Keith Wyness has said that uh, he thinks Everton could have a zero points deduction. But I don't know why. That's from James Duffy. There's a lot of, we'll have to read a lot on of thinking going on, isn't there? Yeah. We can all think. Uh, we can all think. Sean Collins wants to bring Mopai back because he's doing the biz for Brentford. Yeah, but surely if if he's doing the biz, they'll sign him. Mm. That'll be good money coming back to the club. We mm. don't need Mopai back. No. doesn't work for us. No. And he's at home, he said. Yeah, he's at home. Um, Christopher Eden says on transfers, one thing that annoys me is that a lot of players we'd sold over the last few years to try and solve the PSR issue would still get in our first team if we took the bias out the way. Um, Gordon, Dean, Awobi, Mina, Cody, Bernard, Alan. Don't uh, Alan would. No, he's getting slower. 
We, we, you know, maybe it is the time to, to just try something new and see if that works. It's not working what we're doing right now, is it? So when he's not there, so why not? Give it a go, why not? Right, uh, hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't. We we do appreciate it, it helps the channel. It's uh, your way of helping us, so we thank you for that. Um, Eugene wants to bring hammers back. Um, imagine, the heads would fall off massively, wouldn't they? Massively. Um, and this is the last one. Ryan says, I would, uh, in my, I've got, in my head, we're on seven points with another 10 points taken off us. Can we still stay up with the 20 points? I think we can. We wouldn't get ten, another would, 10 points. Yeah, I mean, we just wouldn't. Wouldn't surprise me if we got five back and then five again and then we ended up back where we are today. Yeah. Maybe. We're, uh, we'll be live at quarter past two on more than a game. So I'm just going to get Ped a drink, me a drink, and then. He doesn't need a drink. I'm just going to get myself a drink and then we'll be back at quarter past Ned on one. Quarter past two. You don't have to go anywhere because Ned's putting the link yeah. there. So this will just stay here and let's carry on. Enjoying the show. Let's have just a come chat. over and stay and enjoy it because it's not Everton. Hmm? We still talk footy. And if you raise an Everton issue that we haven't discussed, we might yeah. have a little discussion of that as well. Just come and talk footy. Stay where you are. Leave it where you are. Yeah. And it'll go to more than a game and just like and subscribe over there as well. Yeah, cause. And we'll have a good chat. And I've just done a good interview, well, a great interview this morning, um, which will be ready, <coughs> excuse me, ready for the next Inside the Game podcast. And it's a belter, no matter who you support. So, mm. you know, that's why subscribing and liking over there is important as well. Former Everton player. Yeah. Current footballer. Current, current professional league. footballer. Current, current Premier League player, but... Yeah, but he, you know he Could will be, be. he will be so um, yeah stay where you're at and then we'll see you in a minute on more than a game get a drink see you in a minute hey you come back yeah don't go anywhere